1: Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life.
0: Play USA. Powered by Be Solar, Creating custom solar panels to ensure you never face outrageous electricity bills ever again. Learn more at B.Solar.
1: Welcome to another episode of Play USA where we catch up with Melbourne's Gabby Iyanu, who is going into her senior year at St. Mary's University in San Antonio, Texas. The Rattlers won the 2022 Lone Star Conference Championships and after qualifying for the national tournament finished 15th in the NCAA Division II National Rankings. Gabby gives us a great insight into her collegiate journey so far as she prepares for her final year. Why did you choose to play college tennis and how did you find St. Mary's University?
0: Okay, at the beginning, I didn't choose college tennis. I graduated high school 2018 and I was on the fence about tennis, to be honest. I'm like, do I want to go to university? So I got accepted into La Trobe University for SI sports science, which is always what I've been wanting to study, which is great. I would have done that in the States anyways and I am doing that now. But I was unsure about tennis because I was at that stage where I was like, my God, I'm going to like miss all my friends. I like, I love my friends right now. I've just graduated. I feel great. But like tennis is not a priority right now. I'm trying to focus on my studies. But then my parents wanted me to go. My coach Mark Sefoules wanted me to go. And I guess I was really stubborn. I didn't want to go. So my mom... I think this was in January, February, maybe just before I was about to start university. Yeah. My mum went to like this uh, opening night, I guess, or like a introduce yourself night with um, Study Play USA. It was like a seminar. And she asked me to go and I didn't go. I was like, no, I'm not going to college. Go. But, you know, I'm not going. So my sister went instead. And I guess like, I don't know, like I wasn't there, but they said there was like a PowerPoint presentation, like videos of what it could be and stuff. And then she spoke to Chris Bates from Study Play USA and said, and Chris was like, oh, let's see if Gabby's like interested, you know, she can just have a chat with me, like no charge, whatever. And then my mom came back home to me and I'm like, mm, okay, one chat, we can't hurt. I guess I had a chat with Chris and I was quite intrigued. I'm like, yeah, it sounds cool. You know, I'm still not a hundred percent. So funny thing is I went to uni my first day and I was in a lecture and I'm like, Oh my God, this is so boring. I literally hate it. So I called my mom. I'm like, mom, let's sign with the agency. I want to go to college. So then I guess this was in like March and then like I was going in August. I didn't have much time. And by the time I got the process started, I guess I was speaking to a lot of schools. I think I had something like 12 or 13 offers and I was really shocked because I'm like, I was so late in the game. And then my last interview I had was St. Mary's and I was almost set on going to a school in Florida or Arizona. I'm not sure. I can't remember which one. And then it was a female coach. I didn't have a female coach and I was really intrigued. And then me and my mum thought this was the best option, but we did some research and we saw San Antonio and we're like, oh, okay, it looks like a nice area too. So I guess I just, in, within two weeks after speaking to him, I signed and then me and my mum went up in August and I did like my orientation. and I'm like, oh my God, I freaking hate it. Like I actually hate it. <laughs> and then my mum left, I made friends and then my season started and then the rest is history. So yeah, I didn't want to go, but I guess it all just landed in my lap and I just went.
1: Crazy how it all, how it all happens, isn't it? Because you were sort of on the fence about it at the end of high school um, if you had gone to go into La Trobe, I'm sure you would have hung the rackets up, but now college yeah. in the U.S. has actually given you that opportunity to get the same education that you wanted to do at La Trobe, um, but you're still playing tennis, you're with the team um, and you're yeah. traveling and you're getting that whole U.S. cultural experience as well. So looking back at it, I know you're going into your senior year mm-hmm. now, but um, are you glad that you've sort of made that move?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would have stopped playing tennis. So, I mean, I'm very happy I made the move. I mean... Don't get me wrong. It's been tough. I've had a lot of injuries, but I've loved it. Like my team's made nationals twice. Like we won conference last semester. Like that was amazing. Like my parents came up to watch me play. Like they were so proud of me too. And honestly, that that's what like makes it all worth it. Like my dad watching me, him being able to watch me play, like literally was a dream come true. And then for him to say like, I'm so proud of you, like literally like you know, it made it all worth it. And I think, like, it's bittersweet. I mean, finishing next year, honestly, like, I think I'll be so sad. Like, I wouldn't, I didn't even think I was going to finish college. My mum literally said to me, just go for the first semester. If you hate it, that's fine. You gave it a go. And now look at me, like, in a year from now, I'll be an alumni. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: <laughs> and and you're the first student athlete we've had on the Play USA podcast who's playing at a Division two school. Um, The other previous podcasts, they've all played division one. So I'm I'm curious to know, um, were you looking at any division one schools?
0: I did have a, a lot of offers actually from division one. I think I had four or five because I was so late in the game. I think if I signed to an agency quicker, I probably would have got like good division one schools, but it's not that the schools I that gave me an offer were not good. It was just a big factor for me was location. The offers I was getting from D1s, they were like all not in like the greatest locations like I did my research and looked at where they were and I'm like gosh like I live I'm a big city girl like I'm living in Melbourne like love Melbourne I'm gonna go to a school that's like literally country like cold climate as well which I do not like so I'm like yes it's the, all like happy days like playing d one but like it's more than that you got to enjoy your experience you know and also at the time I was injured as well so I was like d one might be a bit a bit too much not too much but like you know I wouldn't be able to play straight away yeah I guess like it came honestly it came down to climate location really for me and like I guess my agency said not to worry about D1 D2 because honestly my my D2 school is top 10 in the nation so like I'm playing at a a great D2 school that has beaten division one schools that we've played so like it's not that it's not much of a muchness, but I guess like yes, I did have D one offers, and yes, originally I did want to go D one, but I'm glad I
1: went D two. I think so many student athletes make that whole decision of you know if it's not Division one, then I'm not going to go. There is such a big intercept between D one, D two, and even D some of the top D three schools would beat a lower ranked um, Division one school. Um, as yeah. you said, there's so many factors. You know, if you're you're being from Melbourne, you know San Antonio. Is a big city as well, so you're looking for things to do. Um, It has great climate um, compared to one of the northern schools, where it you know it snows for like three or four months in the winter. So that's a big adjustment. What was the process of getting into a Division Two school in terms of subject selection? And I know that you had a an academic counselor at Maribyrnong Sports Academy helping you do the academic processes. How did that all work for you?
0: So the academics, I think I might be wrong, but from my perspective like from my experience it's the exact same d1 d3 academics exact same like you still need the gpa you still need the subjects of like science math social studies and all that so you still need all that still had to do the SATs and still get a good grade in the SATs but ultimately like you get signed to a school based on your scholarship so your sporting scholarship tennis scholarship so that was I'm on a full tennis scholarship so that's what got me in and I guess like my grades were good too so like it wasn't really much of an issue like academics was never really much of an issue for me like I'm I'm determined in school like I wanted to do well and like also it helped because St Mary's had an exercise sports program so that's what I wanted to do because I want to do physical therapy when I'm done, hopefully. So yeah, that that was perfect for me. Like just because I didn't want to study something I didn't want, like wasn't passionate about. So I was very like particular. I said, I need, I want exercise sports science.
1: What you would have noticed is going into your freshman and sophomore years, you probably might not have taken all the exercise physiology classes off the bat. Whereas as you're saying at La Trobe, it would have just started right away. But I guess being in the US, you can change your major if you're not happy with what you want to study. So how is that going into your freshman and sophomore years? And, and now you're about to be a senior and I'm sure you've got more specific classes to your major. You got to
0: do like a math. You got to do like, so you got to still do all that. So that was more my freshman year. I only had like foundations of exercise sports science my freshman year. Like it was very just to start me up. And my exercise sports science program, it was honestly like PE in like year 12 or like something like that. So it was like very like stuff I've already done. So like I was very confident and I'm good at that stuff. Like I'm passionate about it. So like that, like I didn't have any like doubt in my mind that I didn't want to do exercise sports science after freshman year. I was more my sophomore year where like we had more the anatomy classes and all that and honestly, like, it's hard work, but I liked it. Never really had issue with wanting to change my major. And now, like, I'm completely done my major. So now I'm doing a minor in psychology. So, yeah, I, I finished my major last year. So I guess I'm just, like, I'm just hanging around for tennis and just picked up a minor because why not? Like, you know, it looks better. So, yeah.
1: Going into the conference, uh, I know you guys won your conference tournament in the spring of this year, the Lone Star Conference. In terms of your the overall picture of all the teams that you play, how does the schedule look like in terms of how much you have to travel and how you sort of balance that with all the academics during the season?
0: Well, thankfully this semester I didn't really have to travel that much during home and away season. Like it was only three or four away matches, which isn't terrible. We did go to Florida in, oh, actually was it spring break? Yes, yeah, so it was spring break. So that was the main travel we did. We usually do Florida because that's where all the good schools are once home and away season was done like it was it was a lot of travel we did have to go I think we went to Dallas I think that's where loans our conference was and we we're thankful enough to have regionals at our home which was great and then nationals was obviously back in Florida in Orlando but like honestly like with travel and like academics you just I just stay on top of it like I let my professors know like hey I'm away this these days can I sit my exams earlier or After or give me a time at night where, like, my coach can watch me take my exam because I didn't, I avoided doing that, but like, I prefer to do it before and after. But yeah, like, you just got to stay on top of it. Like, professors are understanding you get special exemptions for like classes and stuff if you've got tennis. So it's like never really been an issue for me. It's just more like staying on top of it and like just a balance. Like, you, I honestly do study a lot because I want to do well, I want to graduate with an honors. So I do study a lot and it is overwhelming sometimes, but you just, just a balance. You just got to balance it out. And also like have time to like, for myself and spend time with friends was a really big thing for me. But honestly, like if you, I do like a lot of planning, like I have a planner, I just stick to it. And then like, I have, I have, actually have a lot of time on my hands if I'm productive. So yeah, it's never really been a big issue for me balancing school and tennis because I'm usually quite good at that.
1: And so, after you guys won the Lone Star Conference, describe that feeling for you you guys. I know that's a big achievement.
0: I have no words. Honestly, I did. Like, we were a good chance. We were number two seed in the conference. So, we were a good chance to, like, at least make the final. I mean, I was quite injured in the back end of the season. So, I did play everything and I was actually undefeated in. Lone Star Conference tournament and also in the final I won my match really like I played the best tennis of my life probably like me and my partner were playing doubles and all the clinch match in the doubles and we were actually 5-1 down and we came back in one-seven-five to clinch the doubles point and honestly like it sounds like really like oh you're just kidding yourself but doubles is huge in college so if you get the doubles point it's such a, like a helpful thing into the singles and then I was carrying confidence from my doubles win and then my singles was like I think a 6-2, 6-2 win and then at that stage we were 3-0 up and then we just lost two matches so then we're 3-2 and then this girl like one of my teammates was um in a third set and thank god she won it and then that moment when we won conference was like literally amazing like I called my mom and dad like it was 4 a.m in the morning at home I didn't care like I just facetimed (laughs) them and they were like Oh going on I'm like mom dad we won conference and like they were screaming like it was literally the most wholesome thing and then after that I called them again because <laughs> I made the conference um team so I was like oh my god like I can't believe it like I didn't expect it like I was like uh, you know I was a bit injured like I wasn't I was playing good but like not a lot of girls were playing better than me but I guess it was just Very bittersweet, and I went in with a lot of confidence, especially for regionals, and I'm happy. Like, I literally played through it all, so it was
1: very worth it. What does your spring season look like compared to the fall season? Because I know in the fall you might play, like, one of the ITA, smaller tournaments, and then in the spring, you know, that's January to May, then it gets Mm -hmm. pretty full on. Like, you guys have a 21-4 and team record for the season, and it's just match after match. You know, they only might be a few days apart. So how, how would you sort of compare those two?
0: Yeah, um, the fall is uh definitely more like training-based and um, individualized. Like, so you don't really play for your team. It's more for yourself. Personally, I don't like the fall. I dread it every single time. Like once the tournaments are done, I'm like, thank God, I can just train and, you know. But yeah, the fall is basically for us, our fall schedule is basically four, three or four tournaments leading up to the ITA regionals. And then after that's ITA nationals, and then we're pretty much done like mid October, and then the rest is pretty much training. And then the spring, literally from the end of January till about end of April, and if you make regionals and nationals, it's probably mid May. Like it's literally match after match, like every weekend. I probably had two or three matches like back to back, and it's it's a lot. Like. It was this season I felt the most drained, I guess, because it was just a lot of matches and just it was all mental for me, actually. Like, it was just a lot to take, but I guess it's because it sounds like, I mean, I should be used to it, but it was just a lot of training, a lot of matches like and also it was a lot of pressure too because we were the team that made nationals the see like the season before so we had all the pressure on us to um win again and it was it took a it took a lot on me but the difference between fall and spring spring is back to back falls back to back for a month and then you're done so yeah honestly I prefer the spring I prefer the spring vibe the team it's because the fall's not really team based.
1: So, because in the fall, there is a certain period where you can't actually do any team practices. I think it's after like October or November. In that time space, do you have more time to do some more academics, put more time and effort towards studies? I know Thanksgiving is in that time. So do you have, take the opportunity to travel and do some other sort of things other than just playing tennis every day?
0: Our like individual, like no team practices, I think I'm going to say like mid-November and then onwards because our school like um semester finishes I'm gonna say December like 9th or something so I guess like I did like a little bit of training but honestly not a lot once or twice a week um it sounds bad but honestly I just I needed a break and it was exam time as well so like I was trying to get all my studies done and I was actually going home early so I went home after Thanksgiving so I went to New York for Thanksgiving which was the most amazing thing I've ever. Uh, it was amazing and then straight after new york i went home and i did my exams online but it was just because like from december to january it's not a very big time to go home like and it's summertime for us i love the summer so i just wanted to be home for a longer period of time and be with family and all that but yeah honestly during my breaks i try to travel a little bit probably thanksgiving again i might go somewhere um different that I haven't been before but yeah I do like to travel on my breaks because you want to make the most of it you know in America forever
1: oh absolutely yeah you want to make the most of it as you can because for many students and you know I'm speaking for myself here was when I was at college it almost became like a job go to the cafeteria eat breakfast go to class at 12 o'clock you'd go eat lunch then practice for two or three hours then go to the gym and then you've got to study eat dinner go to bed and then do it all over again and then it's hard to get sort of time to do things that you want to do. And I think, and that goes to so many student athletes out there. It doesn't matter if you're at a community college or playing division one tennis, it can become a job and you've got to find ways to, you know, enjoy it. And I think, yeah. with, you know, with what you've done, you're in San Antonio Um, there's a lot more things to do than, you know, many yeah. other, many other schools are in small country towns. Public transport is limited um, and it's hard to find things to do to and find ways to entertain yourself what have you enjoyed about the american culture and not just the american culture but you know especially you're in texas which is a culture within itself
0: i will say like i love like the people like i love my friends like i've made lifelong friends and honestly like texans like they're such lovely people like they're so welcoming into your home and everything like that like i've made amazing friends not even just in texas but just like I got like a lot of European friends, South American friends. So it's just like, I guess Texas is just a very welcoming place. And I think like that is what I love most. Cause I think if I didn't have my friends and like have such good connections back in my college, I don't think I'd enjoy it as much, obviously. And also the fruit sizes are very big. That's definitely been an adjustment. (laughs) I still haven't quite adjusted, but that was a a Big cultural shock for me. Like just I know people say, like, like, you know, American fruit sizes are so much bigger. Like, I always just like brush that off and you don't actually understand it until you actually eat there. And I'm just like, what is going on? Like, why is my drink like the size of my head? And like, why is my plate so big? Like, literally, but that's yeah, honestly, like that's a cultural shock, but more just like, you know, the family-oriented like like people that in my college especially. And I think that's what I love most. And even my parents said that. Like, when they came, they felt so welcomed. Like, they felt like I was in a safe place. They're like, there's nothing more that they wanted, especially in America, where things are not, like, as safe as just right now with especially all the shootings and all that that's happening. So I guess, like, that gave my parents, I guess, a sanity. And I've never felt unsafe in my school. So I think that's the biggest thing. Like, just having good connections and feeling really welcomed.
1: Yeah, that's so important because there's so many student athletes who might do a semester or do the first year and then they transfer to another school simply because they haven't done enough research. You know, it takes more than just speaking to the coach. You've got to really um, delve into it deeper because, you know, you, you're not unless you actually go there, you, you don't really know what you're. You know sort of getting into gabby thanks so much for coming on the play usa podcast it's been a pleasure chatting to you and uh, all the best in your senior year hope thank you guys can win another lone star conference championship
0: hopefully thank you
1: and there we have it a big thank you to gabby for joining us on this episode of play usa podcast for more podcasts visit the where you can listen to previous episodes or even listen via your favorite podcasting platforms anywhere anytime stay tuned for the next episode of play usa The First Serve is your home of tennis at thefirstserve.com.au.
0: Log on to find out all the details of our live radio show, other podcasts, read weekly features by our team of writers, and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and subscribe
1: to our YouTube channel.